So I want the Celtics to cover. I want the Celtics halftime. I want Garnett points and rebounds. What do you know? I don't know. I just know. What's the dumbest bet I ever heard of? I disagree. I disagree, Gary. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Lock Talk. It's the official kickoff of this podcast, episode one. Uh, I got my group of friends on. We're ready to discuss the locks of the weekend today. Um, you know, this is kind of a learning process for us doing a podcast. It's it's all of our first time, um, but we we're definitely not new to uh, to gambling. So heavily, we're ready to share our locks. Uh, yeah, heavily. Um, I guess we'll go around and sort of like introduce the rest of the guys. Um, and, you know, we'll go from there. This podcast is really just for anybody that's looking to, you know, make some extra money, betting on the side, having fun with some sports, some locks, um, locking profits, anyone from newbie to like, you know, to professionals. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, whoever wants to like jump in, uh, you know, just introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, everyone? Tell us what, Jason. Tell us, tell us what your best lock of the year has been. <clears throat> the best lock of the year for me? All right, yeah. let me think. So, all right. So, hey, well, what's up, everyone? My name is Jason. Um, Good morning. I, <laughs> um, let me yeah. see. So, for 2019, I think my biggest lock or the one that I was like the most confident out of anything I hit was probably the Israel Adesanya fight versus Robert Whitaker. Probably was the closest, like, to the underdog he's been in a very, very long time. And, um, Put some decent money on that one very easily second round knockout. So cold hard cash. That was my whale pick uh, most recently. Dope. But um, yeah, other than that, you know, very excited to be on the first episode of the podcast. And, you know, let's go. Let's put some locks in. Let's make some fucking money. Love it. Get some UFC action in there. Love me some Izzy. All right. Who else? Who's next? Damn. All right. I'll jump in with the Vice, introduction. B-Rad. <laughs> B-Rad. Brandon from the Bill. Commonly hey, good morning. Known... Good morning, GM. I am commonly known for putting the house on my locks. <laughs> Confidence level is unreal. When I put charts. my locks out there, you can understand that I'm literally taking loans against my 401k, putting everything I have. Into these beds because my confidence <laughs> level is that real. Tell, tell, tell me your lock of the year. Tell me your lock, lock of the year. year was easy. It was easy money because there's so many of them, but I'll just break it down with the most recent one. I knew a coin toss was coming up. LSU. No, but in all seriousness, LSU versus Clemson, coin toss. Tails, baby. Nah, fuck tails. It was a 50-50 shot. The odds don't get better than that with a great payout. Easy odds, minus 110. Already staked the house, took all my cars, <laughs> asseted everything, took a huge loan out, withdrew my entire 401k, bet everything on LSU winning that coin toss. Look exactly what happened. LSU yeah, crushed that, that coin toss. That. Yeah, literally everything. All that money. I feel like 50-50. I know you. 
Well, you made a very well-informed decision, I'm sure. You did a lot of due diligence I did a lot for getting of that one right. So on kudos win, that. Weight of heads versus tail imprint on the coin. I knew oh, what LSU was going to call. I knew when it was coming. I knew, obviously, as the visiting team and not the home team, they would be the one calling the coin. It was an easy lock. You just base the analytics down there, crush it, throw all your money on it, your life savings. Don't ruin care. yourself. That's it. All right, it's all risk right, all over right. reward, guys. <laughs> Love the enthusiasm. All right, next. Are you crying? <laughs> happens, all right, man. guys. Let me introduce you. myself. Uh, my name is Jay Money, aka Young Chicken, aka Pikachu. <sighs> Um, is your phone in a toilet bowl? He's talking from a wireless Dropping his morning deuce. Good morning, fella. Hey, good morning, good morning. So Yeah, I'm still here, dog. Um, anyways, a little bit about me. Uh, I'm here to erase your student debt. You can call me Bernie. You can call me Elizabeth. You can call me Pocahontas. Doesn't matter. I'm here. I'm here to help you. Help yourself. Uh, my biggest lock of the year so far was Easy Money, Boston University. I'll be your shooty hoops plug, a.k.a. college basketball. Mm. Anything that needs to go, I'll give it to you. Oh. All right, all right. I'm hot with the college hoops. I I'm like sweating, cuz. All right. Vice, you're up. What's good, fellas? Good, good morning, morning. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> This is uh, this is Vice, most commonly known for um, having the most vices known to man. <laughs> Still willing to add to that deck of cards as well. Um, most most <laughs> most commonly known as the man that literally doesn't give an absolute shit about anything. <laughs> similar to similar to my man B Rad, I I am willing to risk it all and i'm and i'm that's inside and outside of gambling <clears throat> so uh basically that's a little bit about me that's that's all all right you got a lock or what do i got a my my most uh admirable lock yeah well similar to every single other person in this group um there's too many to remember let's <laughs> let's let's go let's go let's go just based on the most recent I obviously this was an absolute no brainer, fellas. When I put when I, I put everything I've ever owned on that northeastern game at eight o'clock today, little basketball game against Charlotte. Couple couple of probably D two boys <clears throat> put the absolute house on it. They the, the score fluctuation was fabulous. It went from up by twenty eight to down by sixteen. End of the game, up three. All I needed. Love that. Love that. All right, so we got a lot of college hoops. And going uh, full on disclosure, here. I am watching the Austin PA Governors play at this moment. They are the final leg of my parlay, plus three hundred fifty <laughs> payout. Very excited. Ooh. All right. All right. So cool. So that was a little bit of intro. Um, get to know us, so we can, uh, you know, help you get this get, bread. Help you get this bread. All right, so just want to kick it off. Uh, next segment is really just a little bit of a weekly recap, talk about some of the craziness that went down last week. Um, what are people's thoughts on the uh, the Clemson v. LSU game? That was, you know, crazy matchup. We saw a lot of late, sharp money coming in on Clemson. Um, <coughs> LSU ended up really taking control of that game in the second half. 
Um, what are some of you guys' thoughts on that? First and foremost, you should have known that coming in because obviously Trevor Lawrence's father is Joe Burrow, so clearly you should have known that coming in. LSU is going to crush it. I mean, yeah, absolutely huge. LSU uh, last week, and then I saw the shark money coming in, and it let me question myself. Uh, so yeah. I refinanced my mortgage, actually, and I almost went to foreclosure up until that Boston University game bailed me out. We actually have J.J. out in the field right now reporting. That's what, that's what the uh, – the quality's coming from. <laughs> is my quality so, live, Ned? Uh, he's live reporting from. Can Austin. we talk about Joe Burrow being an absolute boss, chief and stogies in the LSU locker room after a national championship win? How'd you guys feel about that? Apparently, they got in a lot of trouble. Um, I, for one, commend them for it. So, uh, what do you guys think about that? He's ballsy. He doesn't yeah, give a fuck. I'm with the boy, OBJ. Slam them LSU players with some cash. They're going mm-hmm. to the draft. Joe Burrow, number one. Bengals still going to win the rest of the season with two wins only. It's all good. <laughs> Joe Burrow going number one. I'm staking mm-hmm. the house on that one. Damn, yeah, Bengals well, the payout on that's pretty Bowl. bad, buddy. So I don't know. I think you should put on something better than that. But that's just me. I don't know, man. What do you? Oh. What do you? What do you Thank thinking, you, Jason, bro? You thinking Trevor Lawrence number one? I mean, you were pretty confident in Clemson this past week. Let me know your thoughts. Yeah, I was. I thought the spread would be, you know, they'd be able to cover the spread. But you know, I didn't put a lot of money on it, so I'm not too upset that they lost. I thought it was gonna be a tough game. The the, the good money was on the over if you got it at below 67. Um, but I know a lot of people got burned that hit it above. I unfortunately mark. hit it at 67, and the game ended at 67. Hey, he could have ran it in the last like few seconds, but they decided to knee it Damn. instead. Must have really <laughs> hated that LSU field goal kicker. Well, oh man, <laughs> Louis, the, the benefit, um, the benefit to a push is that your kids didn't have to leave the house. <laughs> That's that's true. That's you're always grateful for for my wife not leaving me. Speaking of wife leaving you, what do you guys think about Antonio Brown and his baby mama issues? Apparently, his agent just dropped him. Um, he's been on video with the cops outside of his house every day. His baby mama tried taking his Bentley. Can well, people just let my boy Antonio Brown live? No, no white woman, twenty twenty. Yeah, for sure. I think we can all agree with that. I mean, that's personally, a no brainer. That's a lock. 2020. Are that's we all lock. abiding to that? Is that a lock? That's that, a lock. That might be a lock. Uh, a lock? No you should see me. You should, yeah, you should see me last Friday. I, I fully enacted that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, one other thing that I want to talk about before we jump into these matchups this weekend. It's the um, locks. I want to talk Aaron about the Hernandez locks. Hernandez documentary just dropped on Netflix. JJ, give us the breakdown. You're the only one that's watched it. So <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's pretty crazy. Uh, twice, you, you watched it twice, right? And I watched it one time. Uh, Incoming sure. spoilers for everybody listening. Incoming spoilers. Yeah, ruin yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I won't ruin it too much, but it's uh, fuck it up for them. Yeah, you kind of forget all the shit that he did and was accused of. Uh, you know, like the double homicide that he was eventually found not guilty of, but he probably did do. Uh. You forget that he literally murdered someone and got forty million dollar contract like two days later. Uh, his mom's a real piece of shit. It's pretty crazy. Uh, really fun to see about her. Uh, apparently, the guy was a closet homosexual. 
not many people remember that. Um, <laughs> there are a, lot, a lot of things going on in this documentary that I would recommend you watch it. Uh, it's only about three hours long. I don't need can... to watch it anymore. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't watch it, just you know, give some hot takes. One uh, one thing that I heard is that basically everything he did was on his home security footage that he didn't oh. delete. What? Yeah. Um, and speaking of home security footage, uh, we just need to do an ad read real quick. Uh, go on to simplysafe.com backslash lock up. Use promo code lock for 20% off your first month uh, subscription. All right, jumping into, jumping into the matchups for this weekend. We got big MMA weekend coming up. UFC 246. Conor McGregor <sighs> making his comeback after his loss to Khabib and his hiatus. Um, Legal no. troubles, rape Legal allegations, troubles, punching punch. a sixty-year-old man in the back of the head in a bar. Um, it was just the rise and fall of Conor <clears throat> McGregor that that we got to witness. So you know, big event for for the MMA world. Um, most of the card, you know, the undercards are, are not that great. I think we can all say that we're mostly excited <laughs> for the main event here: um, Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone. Um, you know, let's get some predictions for that fight. Um, yeah. I personally think I personally think that you know this is a do or die fight for Connor. Um, I think you know, White is you know Connor's his prized possession. I think he's like well aware that he needed to pick a fight that he thought Connor could win. Um, and I think Connor looks like pretty focused coming into this. He's not talking as much shit as he usually does. Um, I think he's not talking he's enough. Serious. I don't think he's talking any shit this time. Also, because he's probably realizes that that distracted him from actually fucking winning. Yeah, but, um, so like he spends ninety percent of his time talking the shit and not actually putting the work in. I mean, he probably does, but no, it's not, not true. It's not. I, I told this is Jason. I totally disagree with what you're saying, Vic. But you know, that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, thank God. Good, like, good can you, maybe, you, you guys want to talk give, some of the numbers first? Can you or? give some? Wait, so, so yeah, can you no, give let, some let reason why you, you look, disagree? Look. Like, look, all right, so to give you some context, right, Connor, for his whole career, always talked a lot of shit. He used a lot of mental warfare when he fought any of his opponents to really get inside of the head. He did that against Dustin Poirier. He did that to Aldo, and he knocked out both of those guys when they fought. He did it to Eddie a little bit uh, when he won the lightweight championship. But in my opinion, the reason why he's not talking shit to uh, Cowboy or Donald Cerrone, whatever you want to fucking call him, it's mainly because he has to try to repair his – public image. He has a rape allegation that is still in process. Oh, shit. That's right. Um, he, like, slapped some guy's phone out of his hand when he was leaving the club at Live in Miami. I mean, he I was there that day. A, awesome. He was, yeah, he, good he's call. been through a bunch of shit. So, I think he's going to try to... I mean, for at least these press, this press conference, he probably does respect Cowboy, but I think he wants to try to put, like, you know, a good face up so then, you know, after the fight, after whatever the result is... Um, you know, he could go through these proceedings without having to be like, oh, yeah, look, he's still the same fucking crazy guy, you know, drinking at the press conference, doing blow, yeah. flying over the plane. So like, you know, that, shit through windows. that narrative makes sense because he is coming out trying to act like he's a changed man, not spending yeah. money on watches and cars. And he's focused on himself and bettering himself and being a better Family athlete. man. I mean, he sounds yeah. like a straight pussy, but I mean, hey, look, um, it doesn't really affect so, my prediction, yeah. though, but. I mean, so I agree with that. You me, changed I my mean, mind. I, I mean, I think, like, I think generally, like, everybody knows it's a do or die fight for him. 
Cowboy has been in the game for a long time. He's fought the best of the best. Um, he's tough. Um, he's definitely bigger. Connor's been uh, moving up in weight class to come, uh, you know, uh, to sure. come fight Cowboy. Um, so that could definitely play into it. And, and a lot of people say that, uh, you know, that Connor's put on a little bit too much weight. He got too bulky. And since his cardio has always been a concern, um, you know, how do we think that that's going to impact him? Like, do we think this goes into the later rounds? Um, the over-under for this fight right now, you know, it sits at a one and a half rounds. Um, do we think it hits the over? Do we think it hits the under? Is it going to be, you know, a knockout by Conor McGregor? Or is this going to go a decision? And, and, and if so, will Conor be able to make it that far? All right. All right. So uh, this is Jason. So this is my take on it. Look, I think, Connor's been out of the UFC or just like, I think he's been out of the ring for almost two, almost maybe three years, but I think two years. So he's going to come out, you know, a little, I, I think he's going to come out slow. He's usually a very fast starter. Um, but I think because of the layoff, he's going to try to like feel it out, make sure he's a little, feel out Cowboy, knock off the ring rust, you know, come quick, see what Cowboy's got, try to throw some shots. But I think because he knows that in the higher weight divisions, he's, he still has a lot of power. I think he's going to be very fast, though. But I think he knows that he can't just blow himself out in the first round. And he's going to try to put some damage on Cowboy and then finish him off maybe later in the second round or into the third round, maybe. So I think, personally, I think the over-under right now, it's at one and a half rounds. At minus 121, I think the over one and a half rounds, is a, I, I like that. It's a pretty good bet. I think Cowboy has enough tools to prolong the fight. He's tough. He's really only got knocked up, I think, a really big welterweight in Darren Tilbury recently uh, when he was at welterweight. So both being at welterweight, I think the fight goes on a little longer than if they were at lightweight. If uh, Connor made Cowboy drain himself, and if Connor was like, I think if Connor was in really good shape, he probably would have just done a lightweight fight. But I think the welterweight fight's a half-assed excuse for him not to have to go through that cut, be as dedicated. So I think it's a break for both of them, which will benefit into a longer fight than what. Um, I guess DraftKings has right now one and a half rounds. All right. Anybody have uh, have an opposing view there? Nice. Anybody think it's going to be a quick knockout? Uh, Jose Aldo type of knockout for Connor? I don't see that happening at all. No, I think my lock for this fight is the over one and a half. I think the juice on the Connor money line is just too much to bet on him. I, I think he's going to win. I just. I don't like it at minus 340 or something at that right now. Yeah, that's um, yeah. minus 335 at the moment. That's something, so, that's something you can only put the house on to get something tangible back. And with Which him I'm being willing the to great do. guy to the for so long, you, you just – I don't feel comfortable doing that uh, with the unpredictable factors here. So my lock will be over one and a half. And I would also put a little parlay sprinkle in there of the Ooh. Connor by knockout parlayed with over one and a half parlayed with exactly – Knockout second round. Ooh. I think that has right, another plus right. 11,000 payout right now. That would be an absolute hammer lock if, if you know, if some of our listeners were to hit that. There, there's JJ's <laughs> hammer lock of the <laughs> MMA. No, hammer for, lock. I'll give you some of the hammer lock, $100. JJ. All right. Um, what do we expect? You know, like, I guess – my opinion, you know, sort of coming out of this fight, you know, the if Connor wins, there's a lot of options for him on the table. Um, one of which, I mean, he's been heavily pursuing doing another boxing match. I think he wants to fight Manny Pacquiao. 
I think that's kind of boring and I, and I don't think he should do it um, personally, but uh, a fight that I would like to see that um, the other side wants to see happen is a Jorge Mas- Masvidal fight um, for that BMF title. Um, I think that that would be super entertaining. Um, you know, I, I think that Connor would get back to his old ways and, and be the old trash talking shit talking Connor um, in that matchup and try to get in Masvidal's head. Um, what do you guys think is, is his next, uh, sort of fight on, on the horizon? Uh, hey, this is Jason. So I think if he, if he does end up winning, which I think he will, he's, he's going to try to pursue the Khabib fight. I think he really wants that fight. Um, but if not, I think if the money's right, which I think there's more money in that Jorge Masla fight, I think he'll, pers- he'll probably do that first because Khabib's going to fight Tony in April. And he's probably not gonna fight anytime sooner, or much sooner after after that fight. Um, so I think the Jorge Mazo is probably like the most logical next step for him. However, I think he would be dumb to do it because I think Jorge Mazo absolutely smoke him, destroy him, and his fucking career. So if I was Connor, I mean, I would I would honestly just do the the Pacquiao fight. I mean, it's a. It's a High reward if he ends up beating him, but it's really a low risk because everyone's going to expect him to lose. I mean, and he'd probably get paid a lot more than if he fought a Khabib, a Tony Ferguson, a Justin Gaethje, where it's much more likely he'll, like, he'll get really hurt um, and not get paid as much for it. So, I don't know. I, I hope he fights Jorge Masvidal because then I would easily bet the house and fucking Jorge Masvidal to win because there's no way Connor's going to beat him. He's not good enough. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, cool. Let's, uh, so, you know, other big things happening this weekend in the NFL. We got the AFC and NFC championships both happening on Sunday. Um, you know, we got the AFC championship featuring the Titans versus the Chiefs. Big underdog Titans coming into the, coming into the playoffs as a wild card seed, making it all the way out to the AFC championship to take on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we've got, the Packers versus the 49ers, uh, a nice Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo situation um, going down in San Francisco. Um, you know, let's start off with the AFC championship. Um, uh, what are the so, – so the betting lines right now, the spread is sitting at um, negative seven and a half for the Chiefs. Titans coming in as an underdog once again, um, coming off of – Big win against the number one seed in the Ravens. Um, you know what? What? What are the? Uh, what are the thoughts here on this matchup? Yeah, I mean, definitely one of the first thoughts here is: Do we see the Chiefs' defense with Spagnolo stopping Derrick Henry, who is literally the NFL freight train? That boy is absolutely insane. I want to put the house on it. There's great odds out there. Also, another thing that we're targeting is that over-under on the Derrick Henry rush yards. Um, so, key aspects here, fellas. What do you think? Do you think Chiefs and Spagnolo can shut down Derrick Henry and expose Ryan Tannehill for the quarterback that he is? Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so. That, oh, I was just going to say, I, think that, I, I don't think that they'll be able to stop him. The issue that I have with that over-under Derrick Henry is I think that that line got a little too saturated. I think it got bumped up. A little too much. I, I don't think it's actually – I don't think that'll hit. I think that we need to wait till a little closer to game time and make that type of decision. But to me, that seems so, a little too high. 
Anybody know if anybody know what Derrick Henry rushed for in the last game? I want to say it was around 180, 190 yards against the Ravens defense. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So the line for the over under sits at uh, uh, what was it, 109 for the Derrick Henry rush yards? Yep, currently 109. Depending on the yeah, betting platform, one thirteen. Beginning, like, beginning of the week. I mean, yeah, I they got bumped up a ton. I absolutely think that that's a lock for me on the over. I mean, I just I look at the defenses uh, coming into this game. Derrick Henry has been just the freight train, like you said. He played the a Pats defense that was ranked number five going into that week. He played the Chiefs defense that was ranked number six going into that week. He rushed in both games for nearly 200 yards in each of those in each of those meetings. Um, I think we're coming up against a Chiefs defense um, that, against the run, is is you know ranked pretty low. I think 26th or 29th in the NFL against the run, uh, average 4.9 yards per carry, and Derrick Henry's just crushing it on yards per carry after the first hit. Um, I say he definitely he definitely takes the over on this one. So I'm gonna just I, I agree with the over. That's where I'm gonna be putting my money as well. But I'm gonna play devil's advocate here Prove as well. Um, I'll send you my ticket later. Um, with that being said, though, my concern is this may be a game that I live bet because if the Chiefs take off early in the game, they're gonna it's gonna become a Tannehill versus Mahomes game. I mean, they're going to have to play catch-up, and they're not going to just be handing the ball off, you know, 30-plus times if they've been doing So that's my only concern. Uh, if the Titans defense have been playing great, if they can continue shutting down the Chiefs, it's obviously the over. If they take an early lead, they're going to feed him the ball all day. But if the Chiefs come out hot with Tyreek and the rest of the gang out there, then I think we're going to have a problem. Yeah, but honestly, when it comes to the Titans game plan, right, I mean, we're talking a run first team practice. So looking at their game in Week 10 in 2019, Ryan Tannehill at half had seven completions on nine attempts, whereas Mahomes had 23 on 26. So looking at that, and that game went in to halftime at about a 13-13 lead, right? A 13-13 tie. So even with that said, Derrick Henry is pretty much the Titans offense in a nutshell. So do you really think that even if they're getting blown out, they're not going to start going play action. They're not going to start going read option and just run the ball with Henry, regardless. Yeah, but I mean, you all. I mean, everybody. I think everybody knows that he's going to be running as well. So I think that you also have to take into consideration they're probably basing a lot of their offense on how do we stop the run. I'm not saying that they will or not, but I mean at the same time they're basing their entire strategy off of let's stop the run. So maybe they're going to try to f- focus primarily on a throw game or a, a passing game. I mean, I have no idea. I think JJ is correct in stating that it should be a live bet type of deal to try to get a feel for how things are panning out. All right. All right. So we got, we got opinions on, uh, you know, we got opinions on the Titans strategy, um, you know, being super run heavy, um, which would indicate to me the over. But, I mean, aside from that conversation, the line right now is sitting at, um, negative seven and a half on the Chiefs. Uh, I like the Titans. I, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be fought out. Uh, what are your thoughts overall? Um, yeah, so I think if it's just straight up between the Chiefs and the Titans, I don't know, the seven and a half, the hook is what really gets makes it a little tough for me. I think, you know, 
if the Chiefs can successfully go slow down Derrick Henry, which, you know, by the stats, it doesn't seem like they can. Um, I think you really have to go by I, – I want to go with greatness. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the game. He has way too many offensive weapons for uh, Tennessee. And, you no, know, I kind of agree with what J.J. says. You know, you know, if Kansas City gets the ball, they're going to move quick. They're going to score fairly quick. And they're going to put a lot of pressure on the Titans to really play catch-up, I think, to some extent. And I really don't think the Titans have what it takes to really slow them down. So I think if I had to really go for it for the win, I think, you know, if you could tease down to seven, I would go with the, the Chiefs. I think the spread should be higher. I'm surprised not at eight and a half or nine. Uh, but that would be my pick between the two. Got it. I think, I think that's a good take. Uh, we consider that the Chiefs' offense is explosive. Brandon's in his Brandon, car. are you driving somewhere? I am not driving. <laughs> Someone's running a generator. Someone's running a generator. I am not going to <laughs> or confirm that option. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb here and say I'm going to bet the house on that you just started your car. <laughs> I heard you unlock your car, and then your your audio just changed immediately. In the middle your, of your now motor, sounds like JJ's. Your motor is revving. It's not. All right, That's JJ's leaving that. Machine. All right, well, let's wow. – uh, That is incredible dishwasher. All right, well, it Someone seems just shut like, their car it seems like we got a – How's that audio sounding we, now, fellas? All right, there we go. AirPods oh, Pro, put the house on it. Do whatever you can. Get a set of these bad boys. Move up a money right. class. So it's – I don't – just a disclaimer to anyone listening, I don't recommend using noise-canceling headphones while you're on the road driving. But uh, <laughs> beside the point. All right, so uh, it seems like uh, 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 B-Rad, you were in the middle of uh, – of your pick. Oh yeah, let's get back to business. You mm. gotta understand here that the Ravens and their loss were dropping straight dimes from Lamar Jackson. The end of the game, straight to the tight end, didn't turn around. That was a touchdown. Last pass of the game, open first down, drop. So a lot of these chances that the Ravens had to come back, they were really blowing them. Um, they just weren't catching open balls. They were just dropping everything. Um, that's something to consider. Granted, Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram are a great duo. With Mahomes and the Chiefs, they're going to be running screen passes all day. Mahomes on itself, he's got legs. He can throw. We all know he can throw. He literally could be reading a book. He'll throw a 65-yard dime. That's what Patrick Mahomes is. That's an exaggeration. I've literally seen him do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it's your fucking pick, man. My <laughs> pick is the Chiefs. I would put the house on the Chiefs. Mm. But realistically, I think odds wise, most appealing bet here has to be between that over under at 51. I'd probably lock the over, but the guaranteed lock, don't forget, mm. it's going to be Titans winning that coin toss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like it. All right. Vice, you got anything? Um, no, I, I think that the uh, – I mean, as far as the Chiefs go, I think, that the, I, I think the Chiefs are going to come out swinging. 
I think this. I I think that that. Uh, I mean, I I agree with everything that B Rad said. That guy's got the house on damn near every coin toss that's happening this weekend. All right, so you're running with B Rad and his streak of coin toss luck. I like it. But honestly, right, don't forget sprinkle the house. If you have a house with a guest house, <laughs> guest house is about twenty percent of the value of your overall house. Sprinkle that twenty percent of your house on the money line. Titans, telling you right now. Chances Ooh, are there, fellas. Okay. You'll win the money on the coin toss, guarantee lock, but the odds are there. Money line is there. Odds look good. Sprinkle the guest house on Titans money line. Okay. All right. Green Bay versus the 49ers. Um, I think, you know, I think I'm going back to their meeting earlier this season. You know, the Niners – decimated the Packers 38-7 to during the regular up. season. Um, the Niners are coming in with the top bat- pass defense in the NFL, um, looking to shut Devontae Adams down, who's been pretty productive so far in the postseason. Um, that's going to be super helpful. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, my opinion on this is I'm just – I'm taking the Niners uh, straight up. Uh, you know, the line is also at, it's at seven and a half. Um, I'm just going to take the Niners against the spread. Uh, feel super confident. It's going to be a, a, a two touchdown uh, type of game for the Niners. They're going to come in and dominate. Um, Green Bay has, you know, hasn't been as dominant as of late, um, almost dropping that game to the Lions in the last game of the season and um, almost letting Seattle, you know, come back after being up early. Um, so I, I like the Niners here. Yeah, I, I think the Niners are a great pick. Um, after that win, plenty of reports and rumors. Jimmy Garoppolo is now sleeping with Danica Patrick. He's all in air. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. He's Literally killing. right after that, he went over. Danica Patrick said he was hot, baby. Libby slept with her that night. And Rogers has not let it go. <laughs> but I She slept don't... with him. Yeah, she went with oh, true. So I actually um... – I have a source close to the Packers organization that uh, I'm going to circle back to Aaron Hernandez here. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is also another positive homosexual, and this is why he actually left Olivia Munn for a man-looking Danica Patrick. So, uh, yeah. I can neither conform, confirm nor deny that this is but true. You're, but you're not but, uncertain. A very close source to the Packers organization has Heard given me this information. We can't yeah, disclose that. I can't. Yeah, I can't give any. Uh, the SEC will be after me. Well, not only that, but your source will get killed. I think. I just. I have no further comments. <laughs> I think that's a safe play. J Money. All right. Well. All right. Let me think. So, just to throw out some stats for you guys, like this is a general stat. I thought, oh, here we go. The stats. Hey, man, look. What are you know, you throw at us? Can't wait to hear Jason's saber metrics. Yeah, you know, so both of these teams have played Full each other. Full disclosure, this guy's Asian, so he's good at math. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, you might want to chop that out, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, there's that one that during this that, like, cannot I'm be fine with like, that. the internet. I'm fine with you, that. You already know if, <laughs> was, if there's anyone in this – podcast that you can trust it's definitely my word because i got the numbers to back it up but anyway where not your weight not your weight bro you're 110 let me spit that shit all right 
So uh, my odds are minus one ten. <laughs> is, right. is that with points? All right, Vic. All right, just chill out. Chill. Let me let me let me spit some real facts here. Not like the bullshit you be speaking sometimes, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sit the yeah, stand the fuck up. <laughs> so both of these teams have played each other in the regular season, and there's actually a pretty interesting stat that I saw. Um, so the team that won the first game within the regular season, um, in the past seven games have gone six and one in the title game rematch six and one. So the past seven games in the title rematch of the teams that played each other the past seven times, six out of those seven games, the, the same team won from the first game. So if we go from that, I mean, it's really good for both the Titans and the 49ers, but I mean, I think for this game, the 49ers have the best pass defense. Uh, Green Bay hasn't been looking you know, too hot. I mean, they they beat the Seahawks, but in a very tough game. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a very good quarterback. So definitely won the best in the game. But I think like their offense in general has been pretty suspect. Their defense hasn't been too hot. They're barely able to stop a Seahawks with like two backup running backs, one being, um, you know, Beast mode. Or Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. You know, he's definitely got off the couch. Skittle monster. Eating cookies and Skittles. And, mm-hmm. also, you know, still able to, you know, put some work in. But I think you got to go with the Niners are playing at home. Um, you know, one of the best teams in the plus minus percentage or plus minus. Interesting difference. stat about the Niners. They only allowed the Vikings 143 yards of total offense. That's passing and rushing total offense, 143 yards all game. I think the I think the Vikings were going into the fourth quarter in that game with five first downs all game. Yeah, the defense absolutely so. crushed them. It was the pass defense. I mean, in many ways, Kirk Cousins kind of choked, but he also was getting a shit ton of um, pressure, so he was unable to even do anything. Which I think you know, and I think last time the Niners played um, Green Bay. They had something like, let's see, let me look it down in these stats here. I think they they had like four sacks and they had like 10 attempts at Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, a lot of pressure from the Niners on the Vic, um, on Green Bay. So, I think that same, that same thing's going to happen again. Yeah, 10 QB hits and five sacks last time they played. A lot of it come from Nick Bosa. So, I mean, it's a pretty, you know, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen once again. All right. Um so, any thoughts on the over-under in this game? Um, some interesting stats on the over and the under. Um, I mean, the Packers have been leaning more toward the under um, in their recent games against NFC opponents. Um, the over has actually cashed in seven of the 49ers' last ten. Um, so... It kind of puts us in a predicament. How do we think this game is going to play out in terms of points? I'm going to take the over. What uh, what's the current over underline saying now? Right I think that's forty five and a half. Let me see. Let me take a look. So I've seen as high as forty seven right now. Oh, forty six um, and a half. Up at forty five. Yeah, yeah it was... I've seen it around forty seven. Uh, the sharp money just started hitting it today, uh, and that's pushing it up. Uh, so if you want to get in, get in now. Oh, oof! Putting the pressure on. Get in yeah. on that over ASAP. Who's got the deed to their house in their fucking glove box? <laughs> Brandon does. He has that 
on deck in his car. Yeah, he's still he's still in I'm his car. Ready he's to still rock. in his car. <laughs> I'm literally grabbing my deed as we speak. <laughs> I'm going to my twenty four hour banker, getting this ready, putting this on the house, 49ers winning that coin toss. All right. I'm telling well, you though, there you have personally, it. I want to take the over. That's what I'm thinking is a lock. Again, Jimmy G, height of his career, still in the playoffs. Brady ain't there, sleeping with Danica Patrick, sleeping with Olivia Munn. I'm saying that, 49ers. That gets around. I would get the over. I'm team Munn. He does. Hey, he's attractive. <laughs> team Munn. <laughs> She's hot. Um, all right. Well, there you have it. Those are our picks for the AFC-NFC championship game. Um Wanna wanna leave you guys with a little gift at the end of this. Um, so at the end of every episode, I think we're gonna give you guys one free whale lock of the week. Um courtesy of our uh, of our in-house college hoops expert, um JJ. Jack uh, Johnson. What do you got what do you got for us? Yeah, so I'm looking at the lineup for tomorrow. Uh, not too much that I love, but my one whale pick, there's only about like 15 games for tomorrow. But uh, my one loss that I will take is Iowa at home, money line against number 19 ranked Michigan. Um, stay tuned and take a look at our Instagram stories and our posts because on Saturday, we will have over 150 Division One games going on. And while you're there, uh, sign on to locktalkpod.com backslash shop and check out our new merchandise releasing on Friday. Awesome. Alright, well, I think that basically wraps it up for uh, for this week's episode of Lock Talk. You know, uh, it's you know good to be here. Um, the game you know, started off, man. You, know, you guys this bread that just, you deserve. Just getting started off. Um, but we'll be back, um, you know, next week to kind of recap our locks this week, see how we did, give you some locks for the next week, and we'll keep on getting profits. Um, see you guys next week. Yep. Follow us on Instagram at the lock. Let's keep talk. locking profits, fellas. Right. Lock, lock your brains lock out. Smash that follow button at the lock. Lock your brains Twitter. out. Smash the follow button. Remember, guys, get the deeds to your house. Get them ready. Talk to your banker. Lock. Put them bets in. Let's make lock some Lock till you can't feel anymore. I'm literally getting pulled over right now, guys. You're getting locked up. Brandon's getting locked up. (laughs)